0: You know, it's times like this where I am so glad that I get an opportunity to do a daily sports talk show. Welcome, everybody, to the Friday edition of the Sports Beat with Richard Holders, presented by George Alabama Sports Live. You know, in the four years that I have done this podcast, in the two years that I've had this show on the radio station, I have never witnessed a week like we have witnessed this past week in the world of sports in Columbus. We have got so much to talk about. I'm also going to air part one of the George Alabama Sports Live show that I did with Thrift Beringer. We went an hour and a half. We had Tom Callahan on the second half. It was so good. I wanted to air that yesterday. So you got part two yesterday. Part one is going to air today. I'm going to have the Hardaway head basketball coach of the boys and athletic director Kendall Mills. And of course, as always, Thrift Baringer. we had a late night last night, came back from Auburn, called the Glenwood Lee Scott Academy Boys and Girls on Georgia-Alabama Sports Live, and we've got a busy slate of high school basketball this weekend for you. I'll get into the games, but we've got to touch up on all the subjects that we already knew about. Iron League Baseball coming to Columbus, 2025, you all know that. I still have some thoughts about that and how it can work. My thoughts on Nick Saban stepping down as Alabama head coach. He officially retires. The GOAT, seven national championships, six with Alabama, the greatest to ever do it. And it is going to be hard to replace somebody like Nick Saban. But there are some candidates, including some candidates in-house. Two NFL legends stepping down from their teams. Bill Belichick parting ways with the New England Patriots and Pete Carroll leaving the Seattle Seahawks. I still believe both can coach at a high level. And this morning, as I'm doing this podcast, breaking news, the New England Patriots just hired Gerard Mayo as their new head coach. What do you think about the Patriots? The Patriot way, no days off, all these Belichick disciples that failed as NFL head coaches, can it work? They've got to get the quarterback right. They've got the number three overall pick. I believe that Gerard Mayo is going to draft a quarterback. And I do believe that he's going to hire Josh McDaniels as his offensive coordinator. I think that what the Patriots did under Bill Belichick, six Super Bowls. I mean, come on. Let's not fool ourselves. This was all Tom Brady. But Belichick was a good coach. He just was elevated to a higher level when he had Tom Brady, and that's how important it is to get the quarterback right when you are the head coach. I'm going to get into some of the games yesterday in high school basketball, including the Columbus Blue Devils. They get a big road victory over Thomasville, 64-44. Of course, we did call the Glenwood-Lee Scott game. The Glenwood girls defeated Lee Scott. Lee Scott did defeat the boys last night. And Lee Scott Academy looks like a team that can be a championship contender. It was a lot of fun. The final year in the AISA, and that place was absolutely nuts. And you just have this atmosphere. There was standing room only. There was not an empty seat in the house. I got there for the JV games, and it was packed for the JV games. But, yeah, we had a fun little trip to Auburn. Had a late night last night. Glenwood actually will be taking on Southland Academy this Saturday down in America's Georgia. Back at it at the pit on Tuesday against Springwood as we try to wrap up the regular season in high school basketball. Thrip Berringer and I will have our Sunday show. That's where we're going to drop our rankings for the girls and for the boys. We've got some big matchups in high school basketball tonight. I'm going to be at Calvary Christian as Calvary Christian is taking on Konos Academy. Thrift Behringer is going to be at Shaw as Hardaway is taking on Shaw. The Strong Rock Christian Academy and Pacelli game has been postponed. And then on Saturday, I will be at Smith Station for the Backyard Brawl Basketball Edition. Smith Station in Central. That is going to be a phenomenal game. I'm going to have Noah Shelton on the broadcast with me as well as we try to bring him on to Georgia Alabama Sports Live and to help out and to fill in when needed, too. Just an outstanding play-by-play announcer. He called the Glenwood State Championship games for BEAM, and also I've done a couple of Columbus Chattahoots and Chattahoochee Monsters games with Noah as well. It was a lot of fun time, and I'm looking forward to working with Noah again. And uh, he should be joining me tonight for Calvary Christian. And then on Saturday... Pacelli is going to be facing Sandy Creek, the defending 3A champions. You can catch that game on Georgia-Alabama Sports Live. Hey, the Columbus River Dragons are in action this weekend, taking on the Elmira River Sharks. The River Dragons currently have a one-point lead over the Carolina Thunderbirds. And really, the acquisition of Justin McDonald has been huge as he has been the leading points and goal scorer for the River Dragons as they are poised to win a championship this season. And The Columbus State Cougars, they suffered their first Peach Belt loss of the season as they went down to America's Georgia, lost to Georgia Southwestern 82-53. Columbus State is 8-4 on the season. Jarrett Adderton led the way with 19 points and 7 rebounds. Columbus State returns to the Lumpkin Center on Saturday to host North Georgia as tip-off will be at 3.30 p.m. The Columbus State Lady Cougars fell to Georgia Southwestern University 72-52 in Americus on Wednesday as they are 5-6 overall, 1-2 in the Peach Belt. Latia Reeves had 11 points, 3 blocks, 2 steals, Breeland Snipes just continues to impress for Coach Hauser's squad as she scored 10 points. The former Shaw Lady Raider in action playing for her hometown team, the former Kennesaw State Owl. And Columbus State will be back in action. Tip-off 1.30 p.m. at the Lumpkin Center taking on the University of North Georgia. NBA tonight, the Atlanta Hawks are hosting the Indiana Pacers. The Hawks are 15-21 overall. They picked up their biggest win of the season, beating the 76ers in overtime on Wednesday night, 139-132. to Jalen Johnson is starting to become a star for the Atlanta Hawks. This is a player they drafted in the first round. He had 25 points. I think that he could be the third scoring option behind Trey Young and DeJounte Murray. But DeJounte Murray is still considered trade bait. I don't know if the Hawks are going to try to move him to get pieces. But that is the type of Hawks team you want to see. Taking on a good 76ers team. And you're playing at State Farm Arena. You should be getting wins. The upcoming schedule. They have got a four game stretch. Where they play the Pacers. They should beat them tonight. The Washington Wizards on Saturday. The San Antonio Spurs on MLK Day. The Hawks need to start rattling some wins if they want to try to get into the play-in game. They're currently tied with the Brooklyn Nets for the 10th and final spot. They would be in the play-in game. The whole landscape of the NBA is crazy because Boston just got annihilated by the Milwaukee Bucks on Thursday. And my thoughts on that is... If you want to beat the champion, because I do feel the Milwaukee Bucks are the better team with Chris Middleton. Now they've added Damian Lillard to the mix. The Milwaukee Bucks just were dominant as Giannis is just continuing to be an MVP favorite. Bobby Portis, he had 28 points. And the Milwaukee Bucks, they have got to be the favorites now to make it to the NBA Finals. Won the championship in 2021. They had a different team. They had guys like P.J. Tucker, Drew Holiday. But this was a statement win by the Bucs. Drew Holiday was facing his former team. And they just blow out the Boston Celtics. If you look at the standings in the Eastern Conference, Milwaukee's three back from Boston. Boston is undefeated at home. But if you look at their road record, they're a different team away from the Garden. 11-9 on the road. And Milwaukee's a great home team as well. you got the Sixers, Pacers, Cavaliers, Knicks. I can't wait for the NBA playoffs. The Western Conference is pretty top-heavy as well. I think the Clippers are starting to make their move. They just gave Kawhi Leonard an extension. If the Denver Nuggets don't come out of the West, I think the Clippers can come out of the West. I don't trust Minnesota or OKC or Sacramento. They just don't have the playoff experience. Or... New Orleans doesn't have playoff experience either, but how fun would that be if Zion Williamson gets into the playoffs? Meanwhile, the Lakers tied with the Utah Jazz for 10th place. There's something wrong with the Lakers. They lose to the Suns at the Crypto Arena 127-109. to Bradley Beal with 37 points. Devin Booker adds 31. This is desperation time for these teams that are, just sneaking into the playing game. Phoenix is going to start making their move. Dallas is playing well with Luka and Kyrie. And Houston has been the surprise team with Ime Adoka. They're 18 and 18. They can get into the playoffs. I do believe the Warriors dynasty is over and with John Moran out for the season, there is no hope for the Memphis Grizzlies. Really, all the teams in the West, with the exception of Portland and San Antonio, which oddly enough have the number one and number two pick in the NBA draft and they're the worst teams in the Western Conference. What does that tell you? That they need to still add a couple of pieces, rebuild, get into the lottery, and try to get some more help. College basketball. College basketball. Did you see all the upsets the other night? This is crazy. Tennessee goes down to Mississippi State. Central Florida defeated Kansas. Nebraska defeated number one Purdue. Iowa State defeated Houston. This is absolutely nuts in college basketball. Tuesday's show, I will have my bracketology show. Last night, Santa Clara got their biggest win, in my opinion since they were a number 15 seed and they upset Arizona in the NCAA tournament when they had Steve Nash as a point guard, Santa Clara defeats Gonzaga 77 to 76. I strongly believe that the dominance that Gonzaga has had in the West Coast Conference is about to come to an end. This is not Gonzaga like. They did lose their first West Coast Conference game. Santa Clara is still undefeated. You got San Francisco, St. Mary's, you got some great teams at the top of the West Coast Conference. Maybe the dominance might be over. And a big shout-out to Dustin Warford. I went to high school with him. He was a great point guard for Melpitas High basketball team. He played point guard at Santa Clara. He was actually at the game. He posted that on Facebook. I thought that was really cool. Would love to get him on my podcast I remember back in the day when we were in middle school, we both tried out for the middle school basketball team, and he made it because he is a great basketball player. I didn't quite make it because I just couldn't shoot. But yeah, big shout-out to Dustin Warford. Glad you got to enjoy that moment last night when Santa Clara upset Gonzaga. Let's talk about the upcoming basketball games this weekend. We're going to start with the ACC because so, this Saturday, Georgia Tech goes to Cameron Indoor Stadium to take on the Duke Blue Devils. They did defeat them at McCamish Pavilion, but Georgia Tech has been free-falling. Georgia Tech is 8-7. and seven. They have lost four straight, and I don't expect them to win this game. You can't even beat mediocre teams in the ACC at home like Notre Dame and Boston College. But it's going to be a fun weekend in college basketball. Some top 25 matchups. Tennessee, they are going to Stegman Coliseum. Georgia got the big win over Arkansas on Wednesday. Tennessee got upset by Mississippi State. This game's on ESPN2 at noon. Is Georgia poised for an upset? And if Georgia beats Tennessee at Stegman Coliseum, is Georgia going to make the NCAA tournament? Right now they're 12-3. I say Georgia gets in. You got Oklahoma and Kansas. Oh, what a top ten matchup right there. Kentucky on the road against Texas A and M. San Diego State taking on New Mexico. I believe that these are tournament teams. New Mexico is considered a bubble team. BYU at UCF after getting a big upset win over Kansas. Central Florida starting to look good. Auburn hosting LSU at Neville Arena. Here's some of the other SEC games that are going to be played. Vanderbilt is taking on Ole Miss. South Carolina taking on Missouri. Arkansas taking on Florida. And Alabama taking on Mississippi State. Over in the Atlantic Sun Conference, Kennesaw State are hosting Florida Gulf Coast at the Convocation Center tonight. Kennesaw State is 11-5 on the season. They are 2-0 in the A-Sun as they did defeat Stetson 88-70 at the Convocation Center. And you look at Kennesaw State's attendance. I mean, they already sold out their season tickets. You make the NCAA tournament, you get put on the map. And what Antoine Petaway is doing for Kennesaw State this year is he has not skipped a beat. From Amir Abdul Rahim, who has accepted the job down in South Florida. Kennesaw State has the best record in the A Sun. I expect them to once again make the NCAA tournament. But if they cannot win the A Sun tournament, if they win the regular season, they'll get an NIT berth. And that is just great to see if you are a Kennesaw State fan, which I am because I started going to their games back in 2005. Sun Belt action this week. We got Georgia Southern taking on Georgia State. Big game between two Georgia college basketball teams. I just want to see all the college basketball teams in Georgia do well. Mercer is hosting Western Carolina. Next year, West Georgia goes into the NCAA Division I. And in a couple of weeks, I'm going to have my special basketball show dedicated to the state of Georgia. I'm going to have my top ten moments In conference tournament or NCAA tournament history, we're talking about the 2008 Georgia Bulldogs winning four games in three days to win the SEC tournament. We're talking about Mercer upsetting Duke in 2014. Kennesaw State making it to the NCAA tournament. Georgia Tech's improbable run to the championship in 2004 where they lost to UConn. So many great moments in college basketball, but we can only come up with ten. NFL Super Wild Card Weekend. I am going to pick the games starting on Saturday. The Cleveland Browns take it on the Houston Texans. Cleveland is favored by two. And I do believe that the Cleveland Browns are going to get the win. Joe Flacco is 39 years old, but he can still sling it. The Browns have a good defense. He's got Amari Cooper Great weapon on the outside. Jerome Ford has really come on and has become a good running back. Denzel Ward is questionable for this game. They're not going to have Grant Delphitt. But the matchup I want to see is the left tackle Laramie Tunstall going up against Miles Garrett. You got C.J. Stroud. How is he going to fare in his first playoff game as a rookie under head coach D'Amico Ryans? The Houston Texans have a chance to win a playoff game under their first-year head coach, D'Amico Ryans, who, by the way, I would love to see him as a possible candidate to be the next head football coach at Alabama. He played there, but that would be a distraction. He would probably tell everybody, we're focused on Cleveland. I think Cleveland does win this game because the Browns have a very good team, and they would win another playoff game, and it would be a great story for Joe Flacco. Saturday's game, it's going to be zero degrees in Kansas City. The Dolphins and Chiefs, this is a bad matchup for the Dolphins. The Dolphins are a warm-weather team facing a Kansas City Chiefs team, even though they are flawed. They don't have a number one receiver. They're going to rely heavily on Isaiah Pacheco. He is going to be the bell cow running back who's also going to catch passes in the backfield. I don't think Patrick Mahomes is going to have a perfect game. But I think that Miami losing Bradley Chubb to an injury is going to have a big effect on putting pressure on Patrick Mahomes. This game is going to be on Peacock. Not a whole lot of people are going to be ended up watching it. But I do feel that the Kansas City Chiefs are invincible at home, especially in the playoffs. Sunday's triple header starting with the 1 o'clock game. The Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Buffalo Bills. This line is continuing to go up. Buffalo is favored by 10. As long as Josh Allen does not make the big mistake, I think that Buffalo is going to win this game. You got James Cook, but you also got Leonard Fournette in the backfield. Is Stephon Diggs going to have a big game? Love that matchup between Stephon Diggs and Patrick Peterson. You have Mason Rudolph. He's going to be playing a playoff game. TJ Watt is going to be out. But if Mason Rudolph has a chance in this game, he's going to have to get more targets to George Pickens. I think Buffalo wins this game and they win big. Next game, you got the Mike McCarthy Bowl. You got the Dallas Cowboys hosting the Green Bay Packers. This has always been a great rivalry. Dallas is favored by seven, Dallas undefeated at home. This is where Dallas needs to prove that they are one of the best teams in the NFC. As they just have to impose their will on a Packers team that just continues to get better. Jordan Love is making his postseason debut. He's got some pretty good receivers. You got Romeo Dobbs. You got Christian Watson. You got Jaden Reed. Good wide receivers. The health of Aaron Jones has always been a question mark. And you also got to see... If Green Bay's defense is going to be able to stop Dak Prescott at home. I'm not too worried about the Dallas Cowboys defense because when you have a player like Micah Parsons, he can create problems on that offensive line. The matchup I want to see is Micah Parsons going up against David Bakhtiari. I think that Green Bay is trying to prove a point that they are still a very well-run organization that can win without Aaron Rodgers. But I still think that the Dallas Cowboys gets the win. And then Sunday night, this is the game of the week. This is the game everybody wants to see. The Los Angeles Rams, the hottest team going into the playoffs, taking on the Detroit Lions. Lions are a slight three-point favorite. The health of Sam Laporta is going to be in question. He is questionable for this game. And I'm not sure if he is going to be able to play. The Rams have just got weapons all over the place for Matthew Stafford. Stafford has had a very healthy season for Sean McVay as they get into the playoffs at 10-7. and 7. I think that the Rams are the most dangerous team in the playoffs with Puka Nakua, Breaking rookie reception and rookie yards records. And then Kyron Williams. The Rams just went through running back after running back after Todd Gurley left. You had Sony Michelle. You had Cam Akers. But they have found their running back in Kyron Williams. And he averages five yards a carry. That is huge for Matthew Stafford to set up play action. I think with a healthy quarterback, with a brilliant play caller in Sean McVay, There is no stopping the Rams. The Lions, a very good story. They are hosting a playoff game for the first time in over 30 years. But the health of Jameson Williams is going to come into play. I'm on St. Brown. you got David Montgomery. you got a pretty good offense. Jared Goff is an efficient quarterback at home. I think that Detroit has the best offensive line. Can they neutralize Aaron Donald? If Jared Goff does not get pressure, he is a very efficient quarterback, and the Lions are very good at home. I think this is going to be a back-and-forth game. I want to see the Lions win because I want to see that matchup between the Lions and the Cowboys in the divisional round. But I'm calling the upset here. I believe the Rams are going to win the game, which means they would play the 49ers in the divisional round. And finally, the Monday Night Football game. The Eagles are limping into the playoffs. They are a three-point favorite against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but I don't think A.J. Brown is going to play. It's looking like Jalen Hurts, Devonta Smith, and big play Darius Slay is going to play. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are really playing with house money. Nine and eight, they win their division, and they're hosting a playoff game. Baker Mayfield taking over as the starting quarterback for Tampa Bay. This is really tough. I do believe that the Eagles lose this game. That Nick Sirianni is going to be fired as head coach of the Eagles. And really with Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick available. I mean why not go after a Hall of Fame coach. But I do think the Eagles win. It's not going to be pretty. They're going to barely win this game. Because they have better players than the Buccaneers. But they are limping into the playoffs. It's going to set up for great divisional round matchups. And really, matchups we want to see. Cleveland and Baltimore and Buffalo and Kansas City in the AFC. In the NFC, you're talking about Rams 49ers, Eagles Cowboys. If the Lions do beat the Rams, you got Lions Cowboys and Eagles 49ers, a rematch of the NFC Championship. I love Super Wildcard Weekend. I'm going to love the divisional round even more. And just so you know, with football season wrapping up, we just had college football season. Nick Saban retiring. Cadillac Williams left Auburn. I I do have some thoughts about Nick Saban leaving Alabama because he was the greatest coach of all time. And there was no question. The impact that he had on the Alabama Crimson Tide Six national championships. He could have won 10. There were times where Alabama looked unstoppable and they just ran into a wall like losing to Clemson on a last play. Hunter Renfro, a game-winning touchdown. Otherwise, Alabama would have won a championship there. Who knows what would have happened if John Menchie or Jameson Williams played in the national championship against Georgia. Maybe Alabama wins a national championship there. If the kick six never happens, if for some reason Alabama does beat Auburn that year, maybe we're talking about Alabama three-peating. And so Nick Saban goes down as the greatest head coach of all time. He was there at Alabama since 2007. If you take out year one, where he went seven and six, he only had one year with three losses. Every other year he had at least one loss or two losses and there were two years in there where he went undefeated four heisman trophy winners 43 players in the first round it was a conveyor belt of not only players for an entire 17 years but also coaches look at the coaching tree kirby smart lane kiffin mario cristobal dan lanning the list goes on and on, and he leaves Alabama with an astonishing 201 and 29. That is absolutely incredible. An incredible record for the greatest coach to ever do it. Now let's transition over to Bill Belichick, because Bill Belichick is considered the greatest NFL head coach ever, winning six Super Bowls. With Tom Brady and going to 10 Super Bowls, his story is a little bit different because when Tom Brady left in 2019, it wasn't that Bill Belichick forgot how to coach, he just didn't have the quarterback. In the NFL, you have got to get the quarterback right. When Nick Saban went to the Dolphins in 2005, if he had the quarterback right, remember he had Dante Culpepper, Drew Brees fails a physical, that's a big what if. What if Nick Saban had Drew Brees? Who knows how many Super Bowls the Dolphins would have won. In the NFL, you got to get the quarterback right. All right. One final thought before I air part one of the Georgia-Alabama sports live show that I did with Rip Behringer. minor league baseball coming to Columbus. I think this is a good move. I feel bad for the Chattahoots and Monsters. I really wish that they could still play in 2024, maybe at Columbus State, maybe over at Glenwood where the Phoenix City Crawdads used to play, or maybe up in LaGrange. But I get why they are ceasing operations, and we're saying goodbye to an era. This is another team that I worked with that is leaving. We already saw the Columbus Rapids leaving, and I had my thoughts about that. It hurts. It hurts when you put a lot of work, blood, sweat, and tears into an organization, and they end up not really getting a whole lot of recognition. Thanks, but no thanks. We'll take it from here. And I just don't like how that's sitting well. But come 2025, we're talking about a double A Braves affiliate coming to Columbus in 2025. I just hope that the city of Columbus can support this team go out, get tickets, start supporting this team because this is going to be a very long season. From April to September, minor league baseball, you also have the travel, going to the games. I got to be honest with you, and I talked to Thrip Berenger about this. I want to be a part of this. Thrift Berenger feels the same way. We want Georgia-Alabama Sports Live to live stream these games. Whether or not it's going to happen or not, I don't know. But because it is a Braves affiliate, my thoughts are that the Braves organization itself has a lot of announcers in the waiting, in the weens. The former Mississippi Braves announcer. What is he going to do? Is he going to pack up and move to Columbus? There are just a lot of question marks. But until then, I am going to build up my resume with Georgia Alabama Sports Live. I'm going to call as many high school baseball games as I can and possibly maybe help out with Columbus State Baseball as well. We're going to be doing CVCC Baseball. I love baseball, and I love being a baseball announcer, and I really can't thank Ignite Sports enough for giving me that opportunity. I want to thank Tom Callahan just for giving me that opportunity to help call the Columbus Chattahoots and the Chattahoochee Monsters over the summer, but uh, they are going to be missed. I I do enjoy my time going to Chattahoots baseball games. All right, we're going to go ahead and take a break. We're going to go pay some bills, and when we come back, I'm going to air part one of the Georgia-Alabama Sports Live show that Thrift Berenger and I did on Wednesday night. And I have to tell you, it's the greatest show we have ever done. We had Tom Callahan on on the second part. You got to hear that yesterday. Oh, man, it was such a great interview that I just took it upon myself to go ahead and and air that interview because it did go over the time allotted that we do for this show. Anyway, we'll be back. Active Pest Control offers the best services and prices to protect your home. Offering both monthly and quarterly pest control services. Plus, specific services like bug, German Roach, and Fleet Control. Even if you can't see them, insects are all around you 24-7. Active Pest Control wants to be the first line of defense. Active Pest Control. Repair. Find. Best termite coverage around, active pest control, 34 Jefferson Street, Noonan, 770-954-9941. Welcome back to the Sports View with Richard Holdridge, presented by George Alabama Sports Live. Final segment before I close out this show and get ready for the weekend. I'm going to have such great shows next week. I've got a lineup of guests, including some high school basketball coaches. I'm trying to get Gabe Reynolds on the show. I'm trying to get Philip Jordan on the show. Michael Long Jr. on the show. It has been just great having all these guests. But I do want to talk about the guests who have stood me up, who have not come on my show in a while, guess who might have come on once and then they saw what I was trying to do and they took it upon themselves to say, hey eh, this is not for me. Look, I love you. I hope that you know you find whatever it is you're looking for. I understand if you just have a busy schedule and you just don't have time to come on my podcast, but if you try to snub me because you feel you're too good for my podcast, I'm trying to help you. I'm not speaking to one person in particular. There are several people over the years who have ghosted me who, I, I, you know, I've asked for them to be on my podcast. I've actually had an interview with somebody who said, Hey, I'm ready to go. I sent them the link. Nothing, no response back. A couple of days later, Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I had, and then they blew me off. I, look I don't have to have guests on the show. I can do this podcast by myself. I do stuff with Thrip Berenger on George Alabama Sports Live. I understand, but kind of hurts when you feel that what I am trying to accomplish, what I've been doing for the last four years, it hurts when you think this is all for nothing. This is on a radio station. I've been on a radio station in Noonan for two years. I'm not just some Joe schmuck that just decided, oh, I'm just going to start a podcast. Anybody can do a podcast. There's a million podcasts out there. No, son. I'm a broadcasting major with over 20 years of broadcast experience. Now, recently, I've done a lot more stuff than I've done in the past, in the last two years calling the Columbus Rapids, the Columbus Lions, the Chattahoots, the Monsters, high school, baseball, basketball, football, you name it, I've called it, and I owe a lot to Thrip Behringer and George Alabama Sports Live. I appreciate him so much for giving me that opportunity, but I'm also trying to build my brand as well. Look, four years, the podcast on all the platforms, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, There's not a lot of people that will download the podcast on those platforms. But I do get a lot of views on Facebook Live and on YouTube. And I had my two biggest shows this past week. I had Joe Howard on and I also had Jay Rescher. And then last week when I did my high school basketball scoreboard show, I didn't even have a guest. I just dropped the rankings for high school basketball And that was the most watched show I've ever had. So the podcast is working. I am reaching a broad audience. I've wanted to do a show where I basically focused on covering local sports in Columbus. Because we don't have Sports Talk Radio in Columbus five days a week. We do have Sports Visions that they do Mondays and Fridays from 4 to 6. Thrift Barrage or DJ Jones. It's the best around. I love listening to the show. They had a great show yesterday with just a jam-packed lineup of guests to include Malachi Hosley, Jack Patterson, Jeremiah Castile, Mr. College Football, Tony Barnhart. It was just such a great show. I forgot Stephen M. Smith, of course. And I look at a show like Sports Visions, and I think that it is absolutely great. I wish it was on five days a week, uh, but I understand why they only do two days a week. But we have got to get Sports Talk Radio back to Columbus five days a week. And until we do, I'm going to have a show where I get on for an hour five days a week. I can go two hours. I can go three hours. It's just that it's going to be more time-consuming, and I will have to get more production on this podcast. And that's really what I want to do because I love Sports Talk Radio just as much as I love calling games. They really go hand-in-hand because when I'm done calling games, I'll talk about what happened during the game on my podcast. I understand there's a million podcasts out there. There's a lot of great podcasts. In fact, there was a podcast that broke the internet to start 2024. I'm talking about Club Shay Shay with Cat Williams. I mean, incredible. I listen to Colin Cowherd, Jake Crane, Chris Vernon, Josh Pate. I mean, those are my favorite shows That I listen to and I hope that you think that my show is informative. I don't care if I have 20 people in my audience or if I reach a thousand people. This show is for real and it is a great show and I do have a lot of sports knowledge and a lot of content. You know some of the best broadcasters in the industry, they broadcast with a chip on their shoulder. Oh boy do I have a big chip. When I was a broadcasting major at Freed Harmon University back in 1999, I was on the radio calling basketball and baseball games, tried to do a weekly sports show Saturday mornings, Uh, did not work. Trying to get ratings, trying to build my brand. I wasn't the best broadcaster there. I mean, obviously, Chris Vernon was in my broadcasting classes, and he's a superstar I looked at Chris Vernon and what he did while he was at Freed Hartman University and, and look at what he's doing now. He's completely taken off. Christina Lance, another broadcaster who works for the LPGA, really more in public relations, but still great broadcasting job, and she has done a lot of great things. I love what Rob Frazier has done. I've had him on the show a couple of times. Uh, Rob Frazier, we've called games together. He was the play-by-play announcer for Freed Hartman basketball, and we've called some baseball games as well. And I love building chemistry and building my audience. Brad Page, I mean, what can I say? He was my broadcasting colleague. I want to give a lot of credit to Brad Page because without Brad Page, there was no Up All Night show. And I thought it was really cool that we got to be on this podcast 20 years later. I uh, got a lot of attention and uh, Ray reviews. And I just wish everybody nothing but the best. I'm hoping to get some more guests on next week. I mean, especially with everything that's been going on in the world of sports. This has been the craziest week of sports of all time. Well, since I've done this show for about four years. And before I close the show, look, the NISL, the Columbus Rapids, 95-7. Look, you didn't believe in me. In fact, let's start with the NISL and the Columbus Rapids, who, which, by the way, I worked very hard with the Columbus Rapids, and I was the play-by-play announcer there for two years. Did not get paid, so I guess you can call it a glorified internship. I do feel that it helped pave the way, but I feel because the Rapids don't exist anymore that I should be compensated for my work that I did over the last two years, and I'm talking to you, NISL. The Rapids don't exist anymore. There's money somewhere. You liquidated the franchise. Come on, do the right thing. And as for 95.7 ESPN Radio in Columbus, the once great radio station that had the press box with Bobby Z, superstars that came out of that radio station, like Josh Pate, like Thrift Baringer, Tyler Redman, Jonathan Bam Rivers, Jonathan Shushke, a.k.a. Buckets, This once-proud radio station has not had local sports talk radio in Columbus in four years. So I actually got on 95.7 ESPN Radio back in January of 2020. It was part of a radio contest. Now, I would not be doing a podcast today if I did not have this opportunity to come on the radio. I do appreciate 95.7 for allowing me to come on the radio. I'll give them that. I never got closure because they never made a decision. After the pandemic hit, they were supposed to make a decision on who was going to be the next co-host of Sports Talk Radio in Columbus. And I think that moment just kept driving me to do my podcast and to prove that I could do Sports Talk Radio five days a week. I love what I'm doing and I love doing this podcast. And I really appreciate what Thrift Berenger and DJ Jones do for Sports Visions because by far, that is the best sports talk radio show. You can catch it Mondays and Thursdays, 4 to 6, on Smooth R&B 92.1 or the Sports Visions radio app or the Sports Visions Facebook page. It really has been a lot of fun. Oh, man. This has been just an incredible show today. That's all the time here on the show. I really hope you have a great weekend. I do have a special MLK day show where I will have let's see Gabe Reynolds is coming on I think that Travis Creasy and Ben Hayes is coming on I'm trying to get Philip Jordan on I'm trying to get uh, the Carver head baseball coach Michael Long Jr. on it's gonna be a it's gonna be a marathon of shows on MLK day and I, I let's let's just keep it real there. Alright, everybody enjoy your weekend. I'm out of here. Bye. I'm a kind and gentle, compassionate human being with a heart as big as a lion! You've been listening to another episode of the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge presented by Georgia-Alabama Sports Live. You can catch an episode daily on WQEE 99.1 FM, The Key, Monday through Friday from 2 to 3 p.m. This is a podcast that covers local sports to the Chattahoochee Valley. If you would like to catch a replay of the show, you can download an episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I hope you have a great rest of your day.